What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up, Howard Bender. Adam Ronis here. Uh, what's going on, Adam? Big, big week coming in right now. We're all in the middle of, I mean, listen, spring training started yesterday, like the spring games. That started up yesterday. Um, and now all of a sudden today we got the uh, the Great Fantasy Baseball Invitational. Slow drafts, those started up as well as my SiriusXM Dynasty League uh, slow draft, which, uh, you know, our program director always makes sure that it's the slowest of slow drafts. Um, I don't know if you've done one with him, but how the hell are you, dude? Yeah, I'm all right, man. It's, it's crunch time now. A ton of drafts happening. They have been over the last week. A lot of drafts starting this week, slow drafts, real drafts. So, yeah, it, it's crunch time here, man. Uh, spring training underway, and uh, we got a month of drafts ahead. It's going to be nuts. Uh, tomorrow starts, well, if for some people who are listening to this, by the time that you're probably listening to this in your uh, in your morning, uh, the Tout Wars series, well, that'll, that'll start off. That's on Sirius XM. Uh, Jen Piacenti's in that one. Jim Bowden's in that one as well. Um, and then we got the labor drafts coming up. Now, when's your labor draft? Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. I'm in the 12-team mixed league auction league. Ah, I'm on the broadcast for that, buddy. You better be nice. Well, I'll be busy with the auction. I won't even be paying attention, probably. You got to focus in an auction. It's You know, you got to pay attention to everything. Really? Do you? Not me, yeah. man. I'm like, I'm all over. I'm talking to my neighbor nah, all I the time. Bro. I'm, I'm Dude, the worst. I don't know. Nah, I'm not like I don't have time to talk during drafts, man. It's business. <laughs> like we could talk after. Dude, I never talk during an auction draft. I'm always locked in. <laughs> Except when I'm the auctioneer. I'm going to miss that. I, I was the auctioneer for uh, for AL Labor. Man, that was a lot of fun. I have, uh, being an auctioneer, you've done it before, right? How much fun is being the auctioneer? Yeah, I'm, I also call out the picks for that um, Mike the Mouth Ultimate Draft, and I will still be doing that going into New York City in a couple weeks. Uh, so I've been doing that for a long time. Uh, they just like the fact that I know all the players and pronounce their names correctly because we had Mike the Mouth on last week, and Justin's like, really? You need? Why does Adam have to do this job? What's so special? Anyone can do it. He's like, nah, we've had people out there that can't pronounce names and they ruined the draft and everything. So, and I also know, like, if someone is picked, I don't even need to look at the board. Someone could call out, yeah, I'll take uh, Freddie Peralta, Mike, gone. Like, I just know off the top of my head without looking mm -hmm. at the board. So, you know, they they like it and it's pretty cool. So, uh, it's nice to get out there and be in a draft room because it'll probably be the only one that I'm at this year. Yep. Again, it's uh, we, we, we did that show already. <laughs> How much we're going to miss live drafts always just i was talking about it this afternoon also just uh you know the i was talking about the owl somebody was like how do you remember all the player pools and stuff like that and i'm like uh, you know it's just it's what you do it's it's how you uh you know it's how you succeed you can't be the owl in your draft every time and somebody says you know player's name you need to know who it is you need to know what position don't ever ask what position a dude plays you're selling a moron like a moron but nevertheless, uh, everything's turned to online, Adam, and uh, and lo and behold, not not just online drafts, but slow drafts uh, continue to be the rage. Um, I mean, we talk about it every year. I I, I feel like uh, you know, kind of the broken record to the point where I'm like, you know, I just expect everybody to use their their entire clock, so I don't even think about it anymore. I mean, I, I used to get really pissed, like really pissed. Yeah, look, I really don't care because I've said it before. You know when you're in a slow draft that there are going to be people that take their time or during the day maybe work or get distracted. But my here's my problem, and this happened today, okay? Everyone knew this draft started at noon Eastern here on Monday. If you have the first, second, or third pick, there's no way you should hold the draft up. And someone did and said – in the chat, sorry for the two-hour delay, fellas. Usually get a 15-minute break on my shifts, but it's the first of the month. So busy. All right. So you knew you're at work, and there's a possibility you could be tied up. Do you really don't know who the fuck you want at the two-pick? Like, come on, man. And I don't want to make a big deal about it, but I do have a problem when it's the beginning of the draft, and everyone's excited to make a pick, and you got to figure, all right, it's day one. We're going to fly through the first round or two. We should make picks quickly. And that's not what happened. So it picked up after that, but it's just like, come on, man. 
you know you're at work, right? There's a possibility you could be tied up. So just have the courtesy to go, all right, you know what? Um, I'm going to just pre-draft because I know who I want it to, right? You got to know. Do you really need to sit there and go, oh, I'm not sure. It really depends who the first guy takes. It's either or, right? I mean, you, you, you nail it down. If someone takes the guy you, you had third, how does that change who you want? So that's where I have a problem. The rest of the draft, I don't. 12th round, 13th round, whatever, because I understand that's part of it. But early in the draft, when everyone knew, you have to be in a fucking cave to not realize that this <laughs> draft started today. We got emails of draft order. It's all over social media. So that's where I have the problem. But after that, it's part of the part of it. But like at the beginning, come on, man, right? I mean, I know you agree with me on this. Oh, I, I agree a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Are you kidding me? It's um, it's really, yeah, it's it's really annoying when when that goes down. Like you know, when, because of, and we've seen it, right? And you know, and the the worst part is, is that because it's so prevalent on Twitter and stuff that you want to avoid it. But it it never it never ceases to to amaze me that it happens to somebody, somebody at the top of the draft, and then you get everybody else in the draft who starts pissing and moaning about it, and then that puts that person uh, on the defensive, and they get pissed off, and then all of a sudden it's like you know you've got like this little the 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 war that goes back and forth. And it's, uh, I mean, you know, I, if I'm not involved in it, then I, I'm, I, I get a kick out of it. But you know, the, the one thing that I hate, and, and this is something that really kind of drives me nuts is that when something like that happens and then people start talking shit um, and they're like, Oh, you know, you know, so-and-so is big timing us because you know, he, he doesn't make the pick and blah, blah, blah. And he keeps us waiting this and that because, you know, he's got, you know, 50,000 Twitter followers and the rest of us only have like 500, you know, like, like that happened. I mean, that happens a lot more in the Scott fishbowl, but I've seen that happen here in, uh, in the great fantasy baseball invitational too. Yeah. I mean, I don't buy that, but everyone's entitled to what they think. I mean, I'm not going to keep people waiting at all. Uh, most of the time, you know, I'm usually going to be around much, uh, you know, I'm up very late. Um, I'm not up early. So that's where I might get caught. But, you know, I'll know before I go to bed um, if my pick's going to come up in the morning and I'll be prepared for it. And if anything, I'll pre-pick or I'll set my alarm to wake up a little bit earlier. But I'm never going to keep people waiting unless it's some unforeseen emergency or circumstance that's beyond my control. But I'm never going to keep people waiting intensely for what? Like, we all want to keep it moving. And I know, unfortunately, we are at the point now, too, where... There are going to be people that do this. They're going to sit there and wait only because of potential injury news, because we are in the middle of spring training. We've already seen a couple. Brandon Woodruff was pushed back due to a stiff back. Xander Bogart's MRI on his shoulder. So there's going to be little things like that where people are going to be like, oh, let me just wait and see what happens. But I'm not doing that. It just. Yeah, there was already there was already that went down. Uh, Jeff Zimmerman told his draft room that he was waiting until Shane Bieber was done pitching before he made his pick. I mean, look, <laughs> he was watching. He, him. Technically, he's not doing anything wrong, right? I understand that people get upset, but you know, he did he pick Bieber afterwards? Do you know if he did? Um, that I have no idea. Okay, I just I, I heard that it happened. Um, that people were getting on him about it. And I was just like, you know, listen, that's again, like, see, here's the thing. Like, yeah, to you and me, like slow drafts, there, there's certain etiquette. There's certain things that you don't do. Like not, you know, not having your first pick ready. Um, I mean, even if you were to like sit there and just, you know, no matter where you picked in the first round that you just, you set the queue of 15 people. Right. You just set it that deep or however, you know, however, whatever pick you're at, if you're seventh and you set seven players because you know who you want at that spot, like, you know, the somebody taking somebody in front of you. Right. That's not going to alter what your choice is as to whether or not you want Juan Soto over Jacob deGrom. You can make that decision. Right. So I I totally understand what, why you get pissed with that. One of my pet, big pet peeves. 
the guy on the wheel who takes an hour in between two picks. Yeah, I agree. I like agree. that's bullshit. That's that's annoying bullshit like that. But for like for Jeff Zimmerman to actually say, I'm really debating whether or not to take Bieber here, and I have this opportunity to watch him pitch right now. Like I mean, he he was upfront about it, right? Why not? Yeah, and look now, say he or one of the people were like, oh, that's stupid. Just pick him. Say he picked him, and then like ten minutes later, he's pulled off by a trainer. Like then you're gonna be like, oh shit, I should have waited. So. Look, I don't think I would do it, but I have no problem with it. Like, there's certain things that you have to understand in a slow draft that can happen. We still have, I mean, technically, I guess a month, right? I mean, I know it's a Thursday. Is it four weeks from this Thursday? Let's see. One, two, yeah. three. Yeah. So we're, we're going to get this done. Some of these leagues are going to be done in less than a week. Some might take two weeks. So we're going to be done. So it's just when you're, there's an excitement drafting. It's like, oh, I want to make my pick. I want to make the next one. Um, I'm a patient person though. Um, so I can deal with it. Some people aren't and they just want to finish it and move on. Uh, again, I was just upset with the whole, when you know, you're picking two, three and you know, when the draft starts and you know, you're at work and you know, there's a possibility. Oh, you know what? I could get really busy. I mean, you clear his message alone told you what you needed to know. Right. Damn it. Fucking Andy took who I wanted or one of my picks. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. But the, uh, uh, the you know, when he says, uh, but it's the first of the month, so it's busy. Okay, so you had an idea that it could be busy because it's the first of the month. So, like, why did you prepare for this? That's shit that bothers me. Yeah, no, I, and I get that. I get that. And especially, you know, it just becomes more problematic because everybody, because we've been waiting on, and, you know, everybody sits there and, <clears throat> you know, everybody's posting their picks and they're talking about their picks. And, you know, they're even like, I mean, the hype that builds up for a lot of these, you know, giant industry events um, is big. And the people who are sitting there who are who are in it, I mean, listen, um, you know, like like Vlad Sedler, he loves posting, you know, for these big events like that's, you know, something that he really likes doing. So, you know, I, I totally get that. So, you know, the the hype that that builds that. Yeah. I mean, just common courtesy, common friggin' courtesy. So. Um, all right. So Adam and I are both in the, the great fantasy baseball invitation. Adam, what league number is your 20? I think it's 20. Okay, uh, you're 20. Yeah, you're you're 20 because uh, Eloy Jimenez went off the board to uh, Andy Spiteri. Uh, I watched as that was happening because I figured out how to. You just have to put the D at the end of the URL on yours. Somehow it got cut off when he was posting it. But nevertheless, I'm looking at your draft right now. I'm draft 27. If you guys go to uh, at uh, at TGFBI, right? They've got all of the draft boards posted. So Adams is 20. I'm 27. And Adam, you have which pick? Seven. You have the seventh pick. And I have the um, the 12th pick in mine. So, uh, and you guys are actually going to get to listen to live picks right now. Well, I mean, I can't, I can't attest to the guy who's picking in front of you right now, Adam. But I'm actually on the clock. And just like you, I got sniped with my pick. Like, pick right before me, man. Took Xander Bogarts, who was I? Who I was? Uh, I was actually targeting here, uh, and now I got to sit and I got to make my pick. So, uh, where do you think I'm going here? I'll tell you. You know, give you some of the names who are uh, uh, prevalent on the queue uh, here: Nolan Arenado, Jose Abreu, Anthony Rendon, Rafael Devers, Alex Bregman, Kent Maeda, Blake Snell, Starling Marte, Marcelo Zuna, George Springer. Um, you got such deliciousness as Vladimir Guerrero Jr., some tastiness in the closer department of Josh Hader, uh, Liam Hendricks, Pete Alonzo, Aaron Judge. Where do you think I'm going here, Adam? I'm not sure. I'm going to guess uh, Rendon. You're going to guess Rendon? Yeah. I like Rendon a lot, but that's not the player I'm taking. Okay. Who is Same it? position, but it's Aaron not. No. Why not? Okay. You don't like, I see, like, it's it's the funny thing. Like, I get that the power is going to come down a little bit, and I get that the average is going to come down a little bit. But, I mean, really, is, is Rendon going to put up numbers that are going to dwarf Arenado's, you think? Um, Not dwarf. I think it's, 
it's a preference, but I don't have. I know I have Rendon ranked ahead of Arenado. But again, it's close. So I was just guessing. Yeah. Um, wait a second. Those aren't my rankings. Oh, wait, are they? Okay, I'm looking now. Okay, yeah, I was looking. I was like, wait a second, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, but I actually, I have, uh, I have a few third basemen ahead of Arenado that are available for you. But again, everyone has a different preference. I'm fine with, like, again, I think Arenado a little bit was overdone about the move from Coors to St. Louis. Again, I think where he's going to get hurt is batting average. Right. Uh, but, you know, I think he's going to a division with some really bad pitching as well um, and some decent parks to hit in. So I think he'll be fine. Where are you? What the hell happened? Where did it go? I'm like, I'm on the I'm on the page for F.A. And the are they rankings. up on the site yet? Yeah. Oh, OK. I didn't know. I thought it was still. Um, let me check them. No, they're there, but there's something wrong with the rankings page. You know where you go through? Go through the uh, the high roller room of the uh, of the draft guide. I gotta tell. I gotta tell the somebody. Link doesn't work. The link's not working, right? What the hell? Come on, guys! You didn't test this shit out. Yeah, it's actually not working for. Oh no, Bowden's come up. Yeah, Bowden's come up, but yours do. Oh really? Yeah, Jewett's does. <laughs> Am I the only one that doesn't work? Uh. <laughs> Great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Let's see. Rookies work. Dynasty works. Mine don't. That's hysterical. That's hysterical. Well, if you go into the Adam Ronis's high roller room, let's see. Nope, they still don't work. God damn it. God damn it. All right. Well, those will be fixed. That'll be uh that'll be That'll be a nice project to yell at somebody for. What's wrong with you guys? Why are you embarrassing me like this? Try to talk to Adam about his rankings. Ronis, MLB rankings, cha-ching, cha-ching. Third base ahead of him. You've got Devers and Machado. Oh, you got Devers and Machado ahead of Nolan Arenado and Bregman. Mm-hmm. I wish Machado was available. I would have taken Machado. Oh, he goes in the second round of every draft I've seen. I mean, I know even in yours, he actually went a little. little, I was going to take him in the second round if he was there. Uh, He was not available to me. So, see, here's here's my here's my problem. Like, I you know, I want I I should just stick with Arenado. You know, like I was sitting here. No, go with who you think. I mean, again, it's close. Um, No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. I was thinking about as far as like what else, what other targets would I make? Like, you know, do I target stolen bases? Do I look at, you know, I I I, do, I just don't like this level of pitcher right here right now to to jump on that. I mean, and I just feel like yeah, listen, as far as like who's the player who I like more, it's definitely it's Arenado. But you know, there's like it's it's interesting. Like I don't feel like usually I feel like I have a number of like interesting options, directions I can go, and I don't feel that way right now. Oh, so you feel like you're pretty honed in that it's Arenado, no doubt in your mind. Pretty trapped into it, yes. Okay, I mean, look, he should hit, should hit two seventy five, two eighty five. I think he'll get thirty plus home runs. Should get 100 RBIs and score runs. It's a good lineup, and I think he'll adjust. So I think I think what happens is, and people do this with every player, they leave cores, and it's like, oh, they're going to suck. Right. <laughs> DJ LeMay, who got better. I mean, exactly. Matt Holiday was good, you know? So, and we know Arenado's a really good player that just had a, uh, a shoulder issue last year. So, um, you know, they're – Sometimes there is concern about a player going to a new team, but he was traded. It wasn't a contract. He's already got the money. So, um, and the Cardinals are, are, I think, pretty good lineup up top for sure. You know, and he should be hitting his cleanup with, uh, you know, Edmund, DeYoung, and Goldschmidt in front of him. Yeah, I think uh, he'll have Edmund, DeYoung, and Goldschmidt in front of him. He'll have Dylan Carlson hitting behind him. And that's like you know, if if Carlson truly made the the uh, the adjustments that I hope that he made, that I think that he 
he's capable of doing, then I think that, you know, it's going to make that awfully difficult to uh, to kind of pitch around Arenado. Now, there was one point where Carlson looked like he was getting overmatched, but he definitely made the adjustment, the necessary adjustments to start hitting again. So I like that Goldie Arenado um, Carlson, like four, five, six in the order or three, four, five, actually. So I dig it. Now the question is, is, you know, is I got Freeman, I got Nolan Arenado, I got my corner guys, I got my starting pitcher and Walker Bueller. Now the question is, is where do I go, you know, with it next? You know, I mean, do I do I hunt down some speed? Do I look to the outfield? Like, all right, let's say Adam Ronis is uh, cause I've already got my draft plan. I already have my queue all set up. So no people. Adam Ronis is not picking my team. But if what direction would you go in? Uh, based on what you have in house, or does it matter a lot of what the three teams after me uh, are picking need or take? Yeah, now I'm generally going to go best player available. I mean, I'd like to get some speed, but I'm not going to reach on it. I mean, it's obviously tough to get at this point. Um, most of the guys that have uh, the steals are gone um, because they're just such a hot commodity. So, um, it, so I'm, I generally kind of go with the best player available at that point. And if the tiebreaker would be, all right, this guy can get me 15 steals. All right, I'll go with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Steals definitely would be a, a, a nice tiebreaker there. Kind of hoping, I gotta be honest with you, man. I, I'm kind of hoping that a uh, little George Springer falls to me. Um, you know, there's, I'm not going to lie, even though I got Freddie Freeman, there's just that little piece of me that, you know would take Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Um, as well in, in that spot and just, you know, be fine for the power and whatever. Did you watch uh, Guerrero at all uh, in yesterday's game? Briefly, I saw him up at the plate. Man, I, listen, I, 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 it's astounding. Like, when they talk about the 42 pounds, you know, usually, like, you know, when a guy – loses weight or whatever he adds muscle however you want to put it like this isn't like this isn't an odd looking vladimir guerrero jr this is like a man how the hell did you let your player get that fat last year like that was like i'm not gonna say he's like pablo sandoval fat but to let him get to that point where he was as overweight as he was last year so think about 42 pounds dude that's that's a lot i mean that's uh it's a pretty healthy chunk. It's like one of my butt cheeks, but I mean, it's still a pretty healthy chunk. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, eating that good home cooking that could happen. So you're young, you think you can work it off. So, you know, it definitely, I don't know if he lost that much weight, but he definitely looked, you know, like he lost some. He looked pretty good. I like it. I definitely like it. So as my next pick, uh, you know, I mean, the question, you know, I mean, which pitchers are available? Do I feel like I want to grab that second pitcher? Um, who knows? Probably not. I think I'm going, I think I'm definitely going position player on the way back on mine. So now you are, you said pick seven in yours? Yeah. All right. So talk about how the draft started for you. Yeah, I, Took Garrett Cole at seven. I would have taken Mike Trout. That's who I wanted, but he went pick six. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just don't love Trey Turner there. I don't know why. I think part of it is because I'm not getting 30 home runs, or at least I don't think. Guys never hit more than 20 in a season. He had 12 and 59 games last year. Uh, again, we don't know about the baseball, but. I just it's hard for me to not take a guy in round one on the offensive side that's not going to give me 30 plus home runs and I cannot project them for 30. Sure, the stolen bases are going to be great, but uh, I don't want to push someone up just for that. And, you know, average wise, he's 296 career hitter, did hit 335 last year, but again, only 59 games and, you know, he's probably going to hit third in the order. So that's going to decrease the runs and he's only gone over 100 runs once he's also missed games every single year i mean i don't know i can't ding him for the health two out of the last year i mean he played 59 at 60 last year and 162 in 2018 but he has had injuries uh he's never had more than 73 rbis in a year now should have more this year if he does hit third again 41 last year 59 games so that pace would have put him on a career high but i 
felt like Cole is, you know, the pitching drops off pretty quickly. Um, and Cole is one of those guys that you don't worry about the Yankees babying him. He's going to get the strikeouts. He's going to be in a position to win games. And I just feel like there's bats that I like in the next few rounds, whereas if the pitching, it's a lot more difficult to feel confident. So, uh, you know, I figured I was going to either get DeGrom, Cole, or Trout. Uh, I would have been fine starting with Trout. So it worked out, and I just uh, just went with Cole. Can't can't fault the pick at all. Yeah, Degrom would have been a uh, Degrom would have been the 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 winner right there. That would have made my mouth water, right? Like somebody yeah, takes Trout, then they take Turner, and they leave you Degrom at seven. Oh, that, I'm loving that. Yeah, I mean, look, I think it's close. I mean, right now we still feel that there's going to be at least from what we know, no DH in the National League. But again, we saw baseball change the rules last year, like the day before the year, extended playoffs. So I still would not be surprised. And I know Bowden said that on a recent uh, one of those drafts. He said he still thinks that they could have the DH in the NL. So that would give DeGrom the slight edge. But, you know, Coles, I'm still confident in him. You had a note with Andy Spiteri drafting in front of you, though. DeGrom was never falling to you. Andy is, uh, is is as big a Mets fan as you'll always get. and then Yeah, you know. but like I tweeted out, man, you don't draft with your heart. I despise the Yankees with all my heart, and I took a Yankee in the first round. It's about winning. It's not about, you know, I know some people are like, well, it's fantasy. I want to root for my guys. I mean, I'm going to root for my guys regardless if they're on my team or not. So um, I do have DeGrom 1 and Cole 2, but no problems taking Cole. I have no problem with you taking Cole either. For Andy, it's not even a, you know, to me, it wasn't a problem. It's not a, a homer pick when, no, definitely not. when you're sitting there and you've got the, the option of the number one pitcher or an outfielder who keeps dropping because he doesn't steal bases anymore, even though we love him to death. But, you know, I mean, knowing knowing that you're picking fifth in a draft of, you know, team you know, 15 teamer. Like if you don't take DeGrom there, you know, like you said, if you, if you don't take Cole there. Like what's coming back to you? Like come, you know, and and that's that's the interesting thing is that after Bieber, Bauer went in the first round. Also, then Bueller, Darvish, Giolito, Nola, Scherzer, all before your second pick. So it was it was the right move right there. I mean, yeah, Kershaw, Castillo, Flaherty, Zach Gallen. No, it's just better that you uh where you went, which was stolen bases. With round two, you're talking about. That's that's the round where you got some stolen bases, yes. Yeah, Bo Bichette is who I went with. Uh, you know, you want to take high-floor proven players, but we're seeing the game is shifting to young bats. I mean, we've already seen Acuna, Tatis come up, so I'm really not worried about it. Bichette's one issue is he's kind of battled some injuries, had some injuries last year, and we haven't really seen a full season yet. But this Toronto lineup is stacked. Uh, you know, he didn't – cut down his wall crate last year, which, you know, this is not an OBP league. Um, he's a career 307 hitter through 75 games, 16 homers, eight steals in 75 games. So he's going to run a little bit. He's got some pop. I expect the counting sets to be good in this lineup. So, yeah, I went with Bichette there. There was really no other bats that that I really wanted there. No, that's the problem is when you look at what's there, you're like, mm, you know, who else am I going to take? And I didn't want to go pitcher pitcher at that point. So, uh, I was looking at Machado or Bichette. I was hoping Harper would fall, and he has in some of these nights, but he went last pick around one in this one. So uh, I would have really felt good because there was a – I did see Harper drop. I mean, there was a team that started Trout Harper. So I was hoping that Harper would make it back because uh, he usually doesn't go 15, but he did in this one. Yeah, pretty funny, though, what you just said about what your situation was with Bo Bichette and what you were looking at your other options thinking, well, you know, I don't want to do – Pitcher, pitcher, so what other hitter? The same thing with me in round three. I was like, ah, I mean, you know, I don't really like some of the other guys who are around there who I can take and who I was looking at and, you know, just kind of felt like, I mean, you know, it's it's the classic line. It's like you don't pick your team in a snake draft. Your opponents pick your team for you because you basically, you know, you see what they do and that just points you in the direction that, that you've got to go. So coming back now, all right, after Bichette, uh, you know, Kershaw, Castillo, Flaherty, Gallon, they all went off the board. Mondesi, Albies, LeMayhew, Lewis Robert, stolen bases galore. 
Um, and then uh, Kyle Tucker, Eloy Jimenez. So you got a pick sitting in front of you and then you. So what are you looking for in this next one? Yeah, the player that I probably have highest is Xander Bogarts, but I already have a shortstop and the news of his shoulder is slightly concerning. It doesn't sound like it's a big deal. Um, so I might go with his teammate instead, Raphael Devers. So uh, take care of the hot court. Now, l- let me ask you that, you know, to say, well, I've got two shortstops. You have to start a middle infielder. Now, granted, you know, uh, there, there's there's an abundance of players that you can choose from who rack up in the middle infield spot. But are there really like second base is disgusting and shortstop very, very deep. And yes, you can get somebody you can get a Correa later. You can get uh, a number of different guys later. You know, you could get a, a Paul DeYoung or a, or a, a, a Tommy Edmond uh, in the later rounds there. But, I mean, if you know that you have to start a middle infielder and a shortstop, what's the big deal with, like, tattooing the uh, the position twice? You've got two high-end shortstops. You know you're covered at the position there. You know you're covered in the middle infield. So, I mean, you know, I could get it if it was like, you know, you, know, you, you only start one tight end. So you take Kelsey, which is why you don't take, you know, you know uh, Darren Waller for your flex spot. You know, you kind of see it that way? No, just because I think it's close. Um, so when, again, we're drafting March 1st, and Bogarts did have an MRI on his shoulder. Right. So that is gotcha. a little concerning for me. So, uh, and I, I think Devers is one of the top hitters in the game, and I think he's going to have a, a bounce back season. I, I think, I've seen some drafts where he goes in the fourth round, and at least in the early drafts I did. And I just think that's absolute thievery. And I think I even got him, I think, in the fourth round of one of my draft champions leagues. So, you know, I could say, well, maybe he'll fall, but I, I don't want to risk it. Uh, you know, we saw what he did two years ago. And I think having Alex Cora back as manager is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And this guy played 156 games in 2019, played almost a whole year last year. Uh, he can put up five categories. I expect the average to rebound, maybe not 311 to two years ago. Um, but one of these guys, again, that's sure his strikeout rate jump up 10%. But I think that top of the lineup for the Red Sox is still excellent because I expect J.D. Martinez to bounce back. I like Bogarts. I like Verdugo. So I think that top of the lineup is really good. And they're going to have to score runs because their pitching is atrocious. Uh, so I think it's really close. Um, if I didn't think it was close, then I would go Bogarts. Bogarts but I think it's close. Well, yeah, no, no, I got you on that. If Bogarts was healthy, like if there was no MRI run and you didn't hear any bad reports, all things being equal, do you still take Devers over Bogarts because you have Bobachette? Uh, I think so. But it's again, it's very close. So if that's the case, then, you know, let me leave the flexibility to because there is it is a deep position and there are some. Middle infielders that I like a lot, Lee. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Well, inside the minds of Adam Ronis. Man, uh, how long is the guy in front of you? Has he been uh, on his picks? Has he been good? Look in your draft room. Is his dot green? Is it it's green, not, Adam? He's not there. Nah, he's not there. Oh. Well, it's a good thing it's only a four-hour clock because by the time this publishes, he doesn't really know. He's not going to be able to hear in time who he wants or who you want. I like that. (laughs) Um, Other drafts you're involved in right now? Yeah, um, another NFBC Draft Champions League. I think it's round twenty. Three right now, twenty four, something like that. Is that the one that you and Ambrose are? uh, Yeah, partners. How's that team doing? I think we left off. You had only made like two picks. We were you. I think you had like nine guys total or eleven guys total. I can't remember. Where are you at? Let's hear this team. Uh, Let me get to it. Degrom. For those of you just joining us, Degrom. They had the first pick. Adam had the first pick overall in the draft. Him and Brian Ambrose, a friend of ours, um, they're partners. Um, they took DeGrom number one overall in the draft champions league. So uh shocker to everybody, but really like the way you guys came back and filled out the rest of this squad. So 
Excited to hear where you are at the twenty-third round. That's uh, that's nice. It's good progress. Yeah, uh, it is the early in the twenty-third round. Um, so we went Degrom, Luis Robert, Xander Bogarts, Corbin Burns, Liam Hendricks, Austin Meadows, J.D. Martinez, Matt Chapman, Mike Mustakas, Tyler Molly, Travis Darno, Zach Eflin, Trey Mancini, Marco Gonzalez, A.J. Pollock, Aaron Hicks. Carlos Santana, Brady Singer, Taiwan Walker, Ty France, Willie Calhoun, Jake McGee, and Starling Castro. Wow, I like that team. Damn, I love the Mancini pick. And just give it up for Mancini for battling back from fucking colon cancer, right? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, that hits close to home to me because my dad died from colon cancer and they caught it way too late. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, you know, it just spread everywhere. Um, so the fact that he caught it 28 very young for colon cancer too. And, um, you know, he came back and got a base hit his first time up. So, uh, yeah, all reports have been positive. He reported to camp early and, and he was a really good hitter two years ago. Uh, so I think he's kind of a, a solid value right now. And I believe too, he has eligibility at first and outfield in this format. Yeah, he does first and, and outfield. Absolutely. hundred percent. I got a funny little story about uh, about watching Trey Mancini from yesterday uh, that I'll get to as soon as I finish giving a shout out to uh, our good friends and sponsor Monkey Knife Fight, the DFS site that y'all should be playing on. And here's why. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. All right, so here you go, Adam. Confession time. Because, you know, my, my wife's not a big podcast listener. She'll, like, be in the car and she'll hear, you know, me on the radio and, and she'll give a listen for a little while. Uh, but she's not a podcast listener. So I know I can confess this to you um, without, you know, any any issue. Um, you know, football season, I never get to go on the weekend walks with the dogs and the beach and the this and the that. Um I didn't go. I got caught up with work shit on Saturday, so I didn't get to go with her on Saturday. And I knew that she was going to be pissed if I didn't go on Sunday. This is coming back full circle with that, you know, the whole thing about guys who aren't allowed to do shit because their wife won't let them. Right. The conversation we had the last time. Mm -hmm. So so sitting there and I'm laughing because. You know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to hurt her feelings and be like, you know, hey, listen, it's the first day of spring training games. And, you know, I really want to watch the Yankees play against Toronto and, you know, check out the baby Jays. And, you know, and, and you know, there was like all the things that were going through. and You got to see Mancini with that that hit. So it was a beautiful day out yesterday. It was and this is what was killing me. And it was it was tearing me up inside. Um as I'm like sitting there, I got up early. I got all this work done and I was just going to like sit and I just wanted to just chill and watch some baseball, take some notes and, and do it that way. Well, she wanted to, uh, she wanted me to go to the, on, on the beach walk and, you know, she's texting me from the house and then I'm not answering her, um, because I'm not paying attention to my phone and she comes out I've got the TV on and I'm like, you know, as soon as like I, I see the shadow like by the door, I could see the crack of the door that like 
you know, the way she, the way it's positioned that I can see that I'm looking at the door while I'm watching TV and I see her coming in. I immediately, I turn and I like pull up an email and I'm just banging away on the keyboard, like writing nonsense words. And she's like, why aren't you answering your phone? I'm like, you know what? I'm right in the middle of some shit right now. There's crazy stuff happening with work and I got to fucking deal with it. And this is going to be an absolute nightmare for me. And it's going to ruin my entire day. And she's like, oh, you're not going to be able to uh, go on the walk with us. I'm like, I really want to. I wish I could, but I can. She's like, all right, fine. She takes the dogs and she goes. <laughs> as soon as I hear the car okay. pull away. See, this is the moral of the story. Then. So you have to lie to get shit done. There we go. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't trying to. I, I wasn't really getting shit done. Well, I was you had a lie. Fucking to do lazy. Some... No, you didn't want to go on a beach walk. No, no, no. You had a lie to do something that you wanted to do. I did. I did lie. Right, I'm going to send her this clip. I could have, I, you know, listen, I could have just said the, the God's honest truth to her. Like, my wife's cool as shit, man. I, mean, I love her to death. And she's been, you know, the, the, the hugest supporter of me over the years. And the reason that I've been able to, like, be where I'm at is because she was, like, so cool about it and so understanding and supportive. And she used to play fantasy. So, you know, I, I could have, but I just didn't want to have that, like, you know, Cause I, you know, I got the treadmill all set up here in the uh, in the shed, and I figured, okay, I'll just walk on the treadmill instead of doing the beach walk kind of thing. I just knew she was going to be bummed about it, so I figured if I just if I lied, it would kind of like spare her feelings a little bit. It would just save me, you know, the aggravation. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. Come on. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I felt bad. I really felt bad. You know what? You're actually the first person. I've, you're the first person that I've I've actually verbalized this to. Usually something like this I would like share on the air on, on Fantasy Alarm Show, right? Sirius XM and, you know, be all funny about it and shit. But I like genuinely felt bad for blowing her off yesterday. How to blame work. Had to blame. Work. <laughs> hey, we 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 all can blame work for that. <laughs> when we do, it's easy. They can't say anything. It's like, up. Oh. Now, someone asked me. He said, "Like, so do you ever have a break?" I go, "Nah, I do baseball, basketball, football, so I never get a break. Right? I never get downtime. There is no such thing as downtime. There is uh, no such thing." By the way, I'm on the clock, and Xander Bogarts went before me, so no need to debate it. Um, so I'm going Raphael Devers. Bang. Pick me. Oh, Look at that. We, we're on the Adam. We're on the podcast together. We're both in the third round and both lost Xander Bogarts. <laughs> Pick before, right? Fucking kismet right there, dude. Like this is the this is the stuff. This is like award-winning shit. This is what they give awards out for. For moments like this, when two hosts are so connected. That is absolutely true. <laughs> oh, not many people can have this happen. I'm a dirty liar, aren't I? About what? Should I confess to my wife that I lied to her? Someone, someone's going to tell her anyway. Nope. Who's going to we'll, tell her? Someone listening is going to find out and be like, send her a message, man. No, nobody's going to send her a message. Who's going to, who would send her a message? If you send her a message. It won't be me. I'm not a snitch, bro. I'm from New York, bro. You know, code of the streets, bro. I don't snitch. <laughs> well, so you're, so you're the only person I've told. Yeah, but you're going to have people listening to this and someone might not like you and be like, all right, I'm going to find his wife somehow and send her this. Wow. All right. I'll tell you what, if somebody say her, her on Twitter, she's at Doobie J. Oh boy. And now you gave it to her. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and, and she's Deborah Jackman on Facebook. You want to try and rat me out? Go ahead, rat me out. If somebody rats me out, that would be hysterical, dude. That would be. I don't know if it'll happen, but now that you, you know, save them some research, uh, it could. <laughs> right? I laugh at that. I laugh at that because she'd be like, oh, shut up. Yeah. She's like, I knew you weren't going to go over a walk, you fat, lazy SOB. <laughs> See, I take walks every day, bro. Every day. Um, you know, I I don't. 
I, I don't. That's, that's why I got the treadmill. You know what, though? See, here's the thing. All right, you know what? Confession time. I'm embarrassed about my weight gain. That, that's 100% true. I have put on, since breaking into this business and, and working as much as I have, and it's I've just said, fuck physical activity. Um, I have a shitty diet, and uh, and that's that. So, like, I'm embarrassed by my size. So I'll do my walking on the treadmill here with nobody else able to see me, nobody able to watch me, or anything like that. And then when I get down to a weight where I feel comfortable, like, walking around and not, like, seeing somebody being like, oh, look at that fetch tub of shit walking over there. Who cares? Like, that's... Who cares if... You're not going to let them murmur to themselves. Who gives a shit? I know. I know. And I, you know, I, I would say that over and over again. I'm just embarrassed that I let it get this way. When I walk around the house, if I, if my shirt's off and my wife sees me, I look at her, I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how hey, it fucking got like thing, this. The one thing is it's never too late to change it, bro. It all starts whenever you want it to. Well, there you go. Well, that's why the diet started today. Right. Nothing but. But fruits uh, and 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 some eggs this morning, and that's been my my uh, my breakfast and my lunch, and having a big salad, giant protein in there for for dinner tonight, and uh, and I'm on the fucking treadmill now. Well, there you go. It'd be crazy, dude. I'm gonna need to find somebody like my size to get rid of all my, you know, really cool clothing. I'm all sure my, they like, can be arranged. All my overweight Tommy Bahama shirts. I'm sure you can arrange that. I hope so. Ooh, here you go, man. So uh, so apparently I started a third base run in my draft because after I took Arenado, Bregman, then Pete Alonzo, and Rendon, they all went. And then the guy came back, took a Rosarina, and then the next guy took Devers. So I'm on deck right now. My next pick. Oh, my Lord. Oh. I doubt I'm picking again tonight. Though I see green on the next three and four out of the next five. Right? It's nice when it just like when it moves along nice and quickly. Is this guy in the room? This guy who's picking now, he's uh, he's in the room. Yeah. Ozuna, Springer, Judge. God, where to go? Where to go? Decisions, decisions. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I wish Springer stole bases like he did back in the day. Yeah, would be nice. I wonder if that if that will change. I doubt it, but you never know. If he gets five to ten, that's not bad. If he gets five to ten, no, it's not bad. <coughs> I just, you know what it is? <coughs> Excuse me. I don't really want to go Marte here if he's available because he's like, he, he'll be the stolen base guy. And I don't really want to go Marte here because I, I don't know. I just, I don't really trust him. You know, I don't really trust him. It makes me a little nervous. I really like Ozuna. I like the power and I like the average. Um, I really like Springer. And, uh, you know, obviously I love Aaron Judge. I take that injury risk there. Did somebody take? Where is? Oh, no, he's still there. Yeah. Oof. Be a little bit of a reach to take Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Be a little bit of a reach there. Uh, I don't know if it will be. I mean, based on the ADP here, um, I generally see him going the fourth or fifth. What's his ADP here? 56? Mm. The thing is, I, you can't look at it at reaches. If you really feel the guy's going to break out, you just take him. You know, I think that's something. ADP you use to see, all right, is a guy going to make it back? Can I wait? Um, but, you know, I took Devers out of his ADP. I don't care because ADP is wrong <laughs> sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, not in my rankings. I got Devers higher than other guys like Devers higher than Bregman and went ahead of him. So it all depends on how you feel and you already made your first pick. So, you know, there's a chance that if you wait, Vlad's probably not coming back. There's always two or three people in a room 
that think Vlad's going to have that breakout year. And then there's yeah. then there's two or three who feel like it's not going to happen. He keeps hitting the ball on the ground. And then there's people in the middle. So you got to know that in a draft room, you're always going to have uh, a few people that are bullish on that player and, you know, my reach. I mean, also, there's a, a nice sheet here uh, put together by uh, Smata on Twitter where you can see where everyone went. So who was the player you said, Vlad? So I can tell you where Vlad went in every draft so far. So he's gone 52 is the min, 57 is the max. He's been selected in two drafts. So 52 is the min and 57 is the max. Mm -hmm. And those are the only two, two selections so far. Yeah. So that's, you know, it's middle of the middle of the round. Yeah. Listen, none of these guys are coming back to me. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like, you know, I, Ozuna and Springer, neither one of those guys are coming back to me. Vlad's not coming back to me. Um, Judge isn't coming back to me. Um, yeah, so you just got to figure out which one you like best, and then take them. I know, them. I know. I'm, I'm, right, I'm, you can, you got time. You can wait. No well, that's the thing. Back. I'm like, do I, do I? You know, I mean, I, I got to wait for this guy in front of me to make his pick. So the question is, is do I just end the podcast now, Adam, and leave everybody in suspense? Yes. Well, then there it is. <laughs> there it is, because Adam's got to get ready for a little Lisa Ann Does Fantasy over on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio. And we got a ton of work to do tomorrow. So find out how these drafts finish, what other directions we went and took. And uh, and how did Adam's uh, Adam's sweats in the NBA go? Uh, also here, just so you guys know, wageralarm.com. Uh, that's, you know, Adam and I are there. Um, Adam does NBA best bets. He does prop bets all the time. This is what we talk about here. Uh, wageralarm.com is uh, basically giving you a taste. Uh, and they we are going to give you a free pick every day. Maybe it's one of Adam's picks. Maybe Josh Wagner's hockey pick. Maybe it's going to be Matt Sells on NASCAR. Uh, but every day you're going to get a free pick from us. All you have to do is go to wageralarm.com and just register with the site. It's free. You don't have to buy anything. It's free. You'll get on the email list and you'll get an email pick of the day. And just, you know, take a taste, see what you like. And uh, we expect you to subscribe afterwards. But, you know, listen, we like to put our money where our mouths are. Uh, and that means that, you know, we're willing to give it away for free just to show you why you need to start investing so uh with that we're gonna get on out of here uh adam always a pleasure say hi to lisa ann for me tonight um thanks to all you guys out there for liking and subscribing the podcast and uh i'm for adam ronis i'm howard bender we'll catch you next time